Hey, Mike. What's up? Hey, hey Kyle. How's it going? Pretty good. Sorry, I'm running a few minutes late. That's okay. I was doing an upload, and I don't like to record when there's an upload going on. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Were you uploading uh, another show? Yeah, another podcast? Retrocast. Oh, nice. Did you do that one this morning? I did that one last week. Today I oh, did okay. Geek Brunch. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So how's uh, how's Bill doing? He's doing good. Bill's Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, me and my wife were just scrambling around here because, so I was trying to iron some clothes for work tomorrow, and then one of my one of my cats like throws up all over the kitchen floor. Oh, and I then... thought he was gonna throw up off your on your clothes. <laughs> no, that's what I was worried about, but he he didn't. And then uh, after he did that, one of my one of my daughters heard it and like came running from the other room, didn't see it, and like slipped in it in the oh, kitchen. No. Had it all over her. <laughs> so we were cleaning her off and then cleaning that up. And while well, I was trying to get my clothes ironed. Right. So, yeah, it was, it was like a, a little chaos. It was like a comedy before. Yeah, it was like a sitcom moment, but it wasn't very fun. <laughs> <laughs> And and actually, uh, that is a pretty. I'd say that's a pretty typical day around here. Is <laughs> cue that the, cue cra- the music. That craziness, yes. yeah. Cue exactly. The, cue the Benny Hill music or the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but other than that. Um, this weekend was pretty uneventful for me. Yeah. It was too short for me again. I mowed the grass for the last time. We had snow already. I don't know if you've had it yet. No, we haven't. Um, did you get snow yesterday or Uh, Thursday? Thursday? Is it, uh, it was like, uh, it's melted since you got yeah, to melt. Yeah, it's, it's already melted. Well, yeah. we, we went from a day we went from a day that was like minus two to back to sixties. So it was weird. Minus two. Yeah, it was a wind chill. Oh my god! <laughs> some crazy winds. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's like February for us. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, we uh it's been like 50s here um but I, I like with the the sudden sudden drop in temperature like everybody's getting sick and I just uh I don't know what it was but this weekend like I just had no energy at all to do anything. Did you get a flu shot yet? I did. I got one uh I got one last week at work. They were doing. Yeah, I got one this week, and it kind of 
kind of like knocked me on my ass a little bit. Like I didn't get sick, but I got like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's yeah. what's doing it. Cause that's the way I felt this weekend. Just, uh, I, I mowed the yard yesterday and, uh, I'm, I'm guessing it probably won't be the last time, but, but yeah, I just, other than that, I just didn't, haven't wanted to do anything. Yeah. I read a lot, but I read a lot yesterday. We didn't go to a movie like we usually do. Um, I wanted to see Rambo, but we didn't get a chance to go. It wasn't, it wasn't playing anymore. Is that, um, is that like the, I, I, uh, I haven't really seen anything about it, but I think I heard about it. Is that like the last, supposed to be like the last Rambo or whatever? Yeah, yeah, where he's really old. It's yeah. Like, Get off of my farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to see that, and we didn't get to the theater to see it. And... uh it was either that or go see the Joker again because I liked it a lot. Like, when did you see it? The Joker I saw on opening weekend. Oh, nice! Yeah, I, I want to see it. Um, I'd have to get. I'd have to get. Uh... It's definitely something different. So don't go in thinking, "Hey, this is the comic." It's. Oh no! Yeah, it, it, it's something different, and I think that's what makes it special. You know. It, it's, to me, it looks it, it looks like it's it looks like it could easily be outside the DC universe and just a good standalone movie. Well, it's true to like the character, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, if he had an origin, you know, they've played with his origin before. Like people said, he's had no origin, but they've played with it before. He's yeah. kind of like the Phantom Stranger, you know. They they throw out like possible origins of him and then sometimes they've linked it to joe chill and you know all kinds of stuff and, or uh, the, red, uh, hood. the yeah. red hood yeah yeah but uh I, th- this yeah one... i i would say i i really and that's that's probably what for me makes the joker so um appealing is the the mystery behind his origin yeah and this one kind of just flat out shows you, but it's yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> I, I I I can't get it out of my head. It's that good. It's just like it 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 put like a comic movie at like a different level, in my opinion. Yeah, like it, it's not something you want to take kids to. It, right. It's, tru- it's truly yeah. somebody. It's 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 like. Uh, it's not even in the Deadpool vein. Like Deadpool has some pretty raunchy rated raunchy, R stuff. Yeah. This is more like, hey, have you seen uh, Taxi Driver? Or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, this is you... more like kind of depressing and disturbing. Yeah, and they take it out of time, like it's in the 70s. So it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's really, it's really cool. Oh, that's cool. His acting yeah. is a freaking amazing. Like. Just his mannerisms and gestures, and yeah, he made me want to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's another cool thing about, um, well, really, I mean, 
really any character, uh, kind of comic character like that. Like he's so he's so like three dimensional that you can have you can have so many different portrayals of the character, and each one you could say that's it. You know, yeah. like that that's the one because um, it's kind of like you know everybody said that about Heath Ledger. Um, and that but was a then, different betrayal. Yeah, that was like oh, yeah. It was it wasn't like funny. It was like it was dark. Like it was it, menacing. It, th- yeah. This one is closer to that. Mm-hmm. But it sort of plays with tears of a clown, if you will. Like yeah, laughter through depression. You know, like this... hysteria through depression, and it's. Yeah, this one looks he, he from what from what I've seen in the trailers anyways, it, it looks like he's got more of a subtle take whereas Heath Ledger was a little more over the top. Yeah, yeah, it, it's more it's more down to earth, I think. Yeah. But I it is I don't know, man. I it's killing it at the box office cuz it only took 55 million to make. Well, that's awesome, and it's already like over four hundred million. There, there's even talks of it being like the most profitable movie in history, like for that's profit. That's awesome. Like yeah, it's not going to do awesome. Avengers numbers, but right. it's going, it's going to be possibly the most profitable in for the yeah, studio. Like yeah, because of how cheap it was. Yeah, yeah. And he, he really deserves an Academy Award. Like whether you like it or not, I mean he, he just yeah. like kills it man i mean he's already kind of cuckoo so he <laughs> yeah he fit the part pretty pretty doggone well yeah I, I i figured he would do a really good job and i i had no idea like what to expect i i yeah. just i just wanted it to i don't know just be good because i was mm-hmm. like this is like an experiment i think for the studio like can yeah. we do something that's not a little different than the comic books, but in the vein of the character. Yeah. And yeah. you know what it kind of, you know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of the way that, the way that Tom King kind of approaches his writing. Yeah. Because he kind of takes things out a little bit and shifts them, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's awesome because it it really uh it really I think it shows that you can you can experiment with the characters and take a chance like yeah. that. You know? The direction was so good, the music, like the the music they chose to be part of the soundtrack, the instrumental music. Mm-hmm. Like I I went I went and bought the instrumental because I was like, "This is amazing." And then uh, the I, I I put together the soundtrack through individual buying individual songs, and yeah. I was able to get all of them except for one. <laughs> I'm curious. Just I'm just kind of googling the uh, soundtrack. Um, oh, I. Th- found it on spotify here um yeah that's probably the instrumental on spotify i think well so it looks like the songs 
So there, it looks like there is some some of the instrumental, some of the music that was original, and yeah. then there's like Frank Sinatra, Gary mm-hmm. Glitter, mm-hmm. Um, Cream, the Guess Who, yep. the Who, Jefferson Airplane. Oh, wow, there's some yeah, good some stuff good. on it, here. And it's very like, it, like hit, it's, it's well placed. You know how sometimes yeah. music is just like, Real appropriate for when they put it on. Yeah. Wow, there's some awesome songs on here. Yeah. I mean, this is a really good, uh, a really good, just compilation of good music. Creedence Clearwater. Yeah. The zombies. Mm-hmm. The birds. Awesome. It's good stuff, and and this, uh, the direction is amazing. Like. It's not. It's kind of like a little pretentious, but it, <laughs> it doesn't like. I don't well, yeah, think it looks of it like that way. A, I mean, it looks like a more more of an artsy type film. Yeah, I can't believe this is the same dude that did the Hangover, though. Oh, I, is it I, really? I, I did. I watched both Hangover. Well, there's. I don't know if there's three Hangovers. I watched the first two and I enjoyed them. But yeah, I think there is I, three. To th- to me, this is like. <laughs> he's gonna he he's gonna get some big jobs after this. I'll tell you that. The studio yeah. is not gonna fuck around. They're gonna you know they're gonna say this guy did something with nothing. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah, the screenplay thing. credit too. So he like wrote a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's I mean it's awesome too because it's such like i said it, it's like a it's a big gamble you know yeah. to do something like that because it's a huge gamble especially in the climate we're in like yeah because you could I, see i would like, have i would have almost been like should we hold it a little bit you know should we wait <laughs> just yeah. until the climate changes a little bit uh but it man it was good i knew i like i my mom and dad love comic book movies. You know, they they love them. And I told I told my mom and dad, I I said, I know you guys. I do not think you're going to like this. I loved it, but I do not think you should go. <laughs> yeah. And my mom said, I believe you. <laughs> my dad <laughs> said, I'm going to go see it anyway. And my yeah. dad didn't like it. My well, well, my dad liked it. But he liked the ending. He he thought it was too slow paced. But I think yeah. the pacing is perfect. Like it, I could see somebody that wants like an action film. You're not gonna get that. You're mm-hmm. gonna. It's more of a psychological film. And that, yeah. but that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. So and I got that. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And it, it. Uh, I, I mean, I. I hope it does win some awards or something yeah. because it, it 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 does give more credibility to to comic books. I think I had I had uh, every emotion. I mean, I I saw moments there where it was funny. Mm-hmm. I saw very depressing moments. I saw moments where I I felt sympathetic. I have never felt sympathetic for the Joker ever. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I felt... I did just watching the trailer. Yeah, I have never felt any kind of sympathy towards him, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, like I was like, oh wow. 
and uh, like I could see his degradation, you know, like it just yeah, just it, constantly it, 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 being... it was building, it was building, and it tied into like social services that really happened in New York, you know, where they mm-hmm. took away people's drugs and <laughs> yeah, it, it went in all kinds of different places. And uh, I was like, just wow. And then I even got goosebumps. And I haven't gotten goosebumps in a movie, like, forever. <laughs> just because I've become a little desensitized. And, yeah. I, and I did. I was like, oh, my God, they did that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, it, I, think, I think you'll like it if, you're, if, you ex, if your expectations are not placed in a place where they should be. But if you, if you look at the trailer and you kind of get the vibe of the tone – Oh yeah. I, I think yeah. I think you'll dig it. Yeah, and that's kind of like what I was saying like from the trailer I get the vibe that it it really could just be a a, a standalone movie that it could could or could not be about the Joker, you know, it doesn't matter. It just yeah. it looks like it's a good movie. Well, the thing that makes it interesting and timely even from a comics perspective and a movie perspective <clears throat> On TV, for that matter, mm-hmm. comics has been playing. At least current comics have been playing with the the principle of like Joker's an idea. Like even the up the uh, upcoming Jeff Johns with the three Jokers and what happened in Justice League. You know what I mean? Yeah. That there's multiple Jokers in Gotham. Mm-hmm. They even played with it. That that like I can't remember which season, but it was like Joker's not. Joker's not a person, it's a it's a thing. So kinda like kinda like they've been doing with Batman for several years. Yeah. So uh yeah, it it, it is yeah, it was I wanna see it again. Like it could it could come out across as like, hey, that was a good film. I don't ever wanna see it again just because of the tone. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I wanna see it again because I cannot stop looking at those gifts. I, I just can't like when he's dancing on the steps of those steep steps, mm-hmm. it's just, God, it's like just this choreography of ballet. It's like amazing <laughs> chaos in ballet. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So that's, uh, so do they, um, do they, do they tie in like any other connect? I guess any connections to. There's, there's some dots, but I don't want to tell you. Like I okay. don't. I don't okay. want to go there because that's. That's what that that's kind of like the punch. Oh okay. I'm sure if I'm sure if you listen to enough podcasts, you'll find out. But. Yeah. Um, I would I I would prefer you watch the film before you find out. Like try to try to. Try to avoid the the linkage. Yeah, I don't usually I don't usually read up about movies or listen to podcasts about movies, yeah. so I, I shouldn't have any problem, you know, getting it spoiled or whatever. But yeah, like we spoiled the shit about it on Gotham by Geeks, but we warned people. Yeah. 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 Because some people might not even go to the film and just kind of want to listen to it but um mm-hmm. i would i wouldn't unless i could see it for myself yeah well that's awesome i'm yeah i'm really excited to see it now 
Um, I mean, I was before, but yeah. uh, it's just it's just a matter of you know making plans and getting the babysitter and yeah. Yeah, I think it's well worth seeing at the theater if you can before it goes off. Like yeah, try and that's, try to uh, catch it on the big screen before you have you know before the DVDs and stuff come out. Right, and that it, to me, like um, uh, the fact that now that the fact that I know that it has an awesome soundtrack that makes it even more enjoyable on the big yeah. screen. Oh, you're you're into music too. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You like there's, playing music. Yeah, and there's uh, I mean, there's uh, lots of soundtracks that I just love. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, that's that's you, awesome. I, I mean, it kind of has. We we're covering a a movie and we're covering a comic and one yeah. of the comics like I Arkham Asylum Living Hell I could see as being a movie up to issue four and then it kind yeah. of like it kind of like changes the tempo into something that I I think loses the the specialness like what made it yeah like awesome it, it really goes off the rails there it, it, at it, the it, end it, it does because it, tur- <laughs> it turns in there there's some foreshadowing in issue one because that yeah. guy that crazy bastard is giving a lobotomy to people and just like one after another after another and he's, yeah. he's doing seven of them and that comes into play much much later but if if you could if you could change this story in any way wouldn't you say you'd keep it more grounded and keep the mystical out of it yeah because it, it was really psychological like it yeah could, it I... could be in this movie it could be like if you wanted to make a movie and keep it in the vein of of Joker, you could take the first four issues and let it happen. Just let it be a movie, because that is very psychological. Yeah, and it's very. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's it's just it's almost like a it's like a dark comedy of basically like the the prison system getting back at this terrible guy. Yeah, he was terrible. I mean, he. He made people lose. It's almost like it's one of those guys that uh, people lost their pensions. They've lost their retirement yeah. because of this guy. And to him, he didn't care. Yeah. It was it was a it was a joke. He said they were he said they were weak. Yeah. He was he was not a good person. And a matter of fact, he had money, and he had yeah. money to he he had money to pay off people to say i'm crazy but that was the worst move that this uh, guy yeah, that, could ever make that judge is just because laughing that judge that judge said you just made the worst move that you've ever <laughs> made in your life because yeah, i'm yeah. gonna sentence you to arkham <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like what's arkham <laughs> yeah. what is arkham and they they put him in a cell with a killer. Yeah. Immediately. And he, he realizes it too because he recognizes the guy. Yeah, he's death rattle. 
and he used yeah. to run like a cult. He used to kill people. Matter of fact, he gets there and he's like, "Oh crap, this guy's a serial killer, man. I'll just take the top bunk." And he says, "Oh, that's somebody <laughs> I killed up there." <laughs> that, that's Molly. That's Molly's bunk. <laughs> that's Molly's bunk. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh crap, I have to sleep on the floor in the corner." And then with one eye open constantly, because this yeah. guy will kill me. <laughs> yeah and then the the next day is when he's in the shower and joker comes in oh my god and he drops the soap <laughs> i love i love though uh what joker says to him he says i think you're the worst person i've ever met yeah that's... but you're the joker you kill people you kill and people yeah <laughs> he said yeah but at least i didn't take their kids college funds <laughs> Yeah, that was incredible. I I I just love that scene. Like issue one to me is absolute perfection. Like it just it be- it beats like insanity. Well, and then there's the uh, I really liked the scene where he's on the bus heading to Arkham, and uh, he's sitting across from Riddler, and he and he's making fun of the Riddler's costume, and he. He says, what's the question mark for sexual identity? <laughs> and Riddler's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah th- there's so many good good moments in this. And he's and not then, a good person. Yeah. And he goes by the name of Fish. And yeah, eventually, war- he's, he's, yeah. he's Warren White and he's Fish. And at the end, he sort of becomes the shark. <laughs> Yeah, but he uh, he's seeing that um, that psychiatrist, and he's trying to get her to help him. And then you find out that uh, the psychiatrist has been kind of taken over by Jane Doe. So the psychiatrist has been uh, dead for a while. Yeah, that that is amazing, isn't it? Like, yeah. he's seeing the psychiatrist, and she's like, I'm going to help you get out. All you have to do is wire wire this money to my bank account. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to happen. But it's <laughs> not really the, the the social worker that's helping him. It's a psychiatrist. Yeah. It's really Jane Doe. Oh, she, yeah. she murdered her a long time ago mm-hmm. and has taken her identity. And there's even a scene later on with like Poison Ivy and Magpie, and they're like, "Was that Jane Doe or was that really the doctor?" <laughs> like when we yeah. saw her, yeah, they didn't know. And I even like like when eBay says, um, "I could use your head for a commode and sell it on eBay." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Joker. <laughs> And he's like trying to convince her, I'm not crazy, I'm not crazy, you gotta get me out of here. And then she's like, okay, but you'll have to give me money to do it. Then you know something sort of fishy. Yeah. Her name is Dr. Carver, head of therapy. Yeah, and uh, there's that, one There's uh... one scene when he's in his prison cell, and uh, Death Rattle's like licking his face. Like he's like straddled him and yeah. he's like over licking his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's it's like almost kind of like a montage of all the stuff he's going through. Mm-hmm. 
And then it... Uh... Oh, and then he kisses the doctor. Like, there's going to be a relationship. And that's yeah, what Batman... Be... Cra- this is like Batman's only appearance in the whole comic book is in issue one. And yeah. uh, he knows that that's Jane Doe because she's going to kill him, right? She has yeah. a knife behind her back. Yeah, Batman apparently had been kind of tracking her because mm-hmm. he so he knew about it. But yeah, she was like, get, she was like trying to seduce uh, Warren and uh, getting ready to kill him. And that's kind of how issue one. What what did you think of issue one though? As far as like that the the. I I read this when it came out. It was in 2003, and I I almost like everything I remember is in issue one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because, because the part that I didn't remember is I didn't remember how detect. There's two things I remembered. I remembered Humpty Dumpty, and I remembered issue one with Jane Doe and all that twist. I did yeah. not remember where it went off the rails. Like I I didn't. I didn't remember, and it, it's not bad off the rails, and it, it sort of has to do with the story, and it, like, there is that foreshadowing in issue one at the very <laughs> beginning where he's giving him those lobotomies. Yeah. One of the doctors in the past is doing it. Well, in the, yeah, I wouldn't say it was bad off the rails, also because the ending for Warren White really makes sense to me. Um mm-hmm. You know, he he kind of he goes through all this all this trauma at Arkham, and then eventually, like he just basically just becomes just as crazy as everyone else in Arkham. Uh, but yeah, there was, I mean, there were really like two ways it could go. It could have stayed, you know, the the course it was going, and you know, kind of down to earth. Or kind of the way it went, but yeah, issue one was awesome. I really liked it. It sucked me in. Yeah, and then there's there's a couple of interesting guards. There's a guy with the hook arm. Uh, yeah, that, that uh, plays a major part. Aaron Cash. Yeah. yeah, and then there's that one guard that sort of does weird things like. You do me a favor, I'll do you a favor. Yeah, he's kind of playing both sides. Yeah, just, he's just to get ahead. He's weird though, man. He he like takes the the artist guy Doodlebug and like gives him sex. I'll take you into the the women's side and you can have <laughs> sex with Poison Ivy and Magpie. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Magpie is basically like trading sex for shiny objects. Yeah. Because one thing that she got is there's some broken glass, right? I love yeah. the way, I love the way they introduce hum, Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> he like, puts I, the chicken back together. Yeah, he he's like in the prison and he's like there's bones on everybody's plate at the lunchroom. <laughs> And yeah. he put the chicken back together. <laughs> and then you're like, when you're first introduced to him, you're like, what the fuck? What is this guy doing? And, and, yeah. then, and then the warden sort of uses him later on. Like, I wonder if somebody's building a shiv, right? Because there's yeah. this broken glass. 
and he gives it to Humpty Dumpty, and he puts all the glass back together again, and there's and this big piece of... And they can see that piece is missing, yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool. That was cool, yeah. And, uh, and Fish kind of goes... He kind of... He goes to Two-Face for kind of protection so he becomes two faces lackey for a little while <laughs> and then realizes how dangerous that is <laughs> yeah because he's like he'll like flip the coin for him yeah everything's a coin toss <laughs> he even calls him like the flipper or coin toss or i can't remember what he calls him yeah oh yeah he's gone from fish to flipper <laughs> <laughs> he's the flipper and it, it that is like a stupid move but what he's trying to do is he's trying to find a way to live. Yeah. Like, how... I gotta get out of death... I gotta get away from Death Rattle. I'm gonna die. Death Rattle's gonna kill me. <laughs> and he's trying to find a way, so if I get protection from Two-Face, maybe that'll be a good idea. But he's so unstable. Like, Two-Face is just flipping that coin left and right. Yeah. And then, and then like, he has scenes with Ventriloquist... And um, who jams the fork into his hand? Oh, that was uh, the scarecrow. Yeah, because, yeah, because scarecrow. Because he, he made a he made a wicked screech. And he wanted yeah, scarecrow wanted him to scream. Yeah, because he found a finger in his food, and it turns <laughs> out the finger belonged to uh, Scarface. Yeah. And uh, he he sc- he sc- screamed out really loud. And the and Scarecrow's like, can you hit that pitch again? That was quite <laughs> unique. And he goes, oh, no, sorry, I can't do it. And he just grabs the fork and jams it in him. And he goes, well, that that's completely wrong. <laughs> that's not fear. That's pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah. And that's sort of when the riot breaks out in in the cafeteria. And Aaron comes with his hook arm and just starts beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. And that's when Humpty Dumpty puts together the chicken. <laughs> and I love how he sees it and that guard Aaron's like, that's just messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. <laughs> and then he puts the shards together. I, I like how they use him, though. Like, he's the model inmate but then mm-hmm. they're in like issue three you learn his backstory and you're like holy crap it's, yeah it's really sad he, it's sad but he killed a lot of people man yeah holy crap he's like a mass murderer but not with the intention it's yeah. so weird it's like he didn't realize he was doing it yeah he goes to the library like kid He's constantly abused. He he loses yeah. his parents. He loses, loses his, his house. dog. He loses his house. He yeah. has to go live with his grandmother, who's he says she's in a shoe. Uh, like he's like living a fairy tale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's why he thought he thought he was fixing everything to make it better. Well, he went like Kid Flash to the library. He learned everything he could about taking apart things. And the yeah. first thing he wanted to take apart was the train because the train always passed him. And that's yeah. when he like slaughtered a bunch of people because he 
started messing with the brakes. He's like, well, the brake system ain't working, so I'll take apart the brakes. <laughs> well, the next time it crashes. And uh, and Batgirl, Batgirl figures him out. She she goes to the I guess she goes to the library and sees all the books that he's checking out. Yeah. I like how his uh um when he's telling his story um I like how it, it shows him laying in bed and he's got his piggy bank on his nightstand and the piggy bank is all shattered and cracked <laughs> like he had glued it glued it back glued together it back together again <laughs> And that's the issue where they they introduce Doodlebug cuz Doodlebug becomes the yeah the he like does art through death and he plays a major part in this story um they put him in with Death Rattle because mm-hmm. Fish moves in with uh, Humpty Dumpty. Humpty. Yeah. Yeah, his life was pretty crazy. He killed all those people, man. Kind of reminded me a little bit about, like, uh, what was that movie? Um <coughs> M. Night Shyamalan, like Glass, when Glass would do weird, weird things, yeah. Yeah. And there's the conjugal visit, like, when he goes and visits Magpie and and Poison Ivy's like, can you give me a kiss? And he goes, no, I'll stick with Miss Magpie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a a kiss would be a trip, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he took apart the elevator. He killed people in the elevator. Yeah. He caused all kinds of accidents. Car, because or, he, uh, he took apart the uh, what the crosswalk. Crosswalk. Yep. The he, ATM. He, yeah, he did the ATM where the money just went berserk, and that's kind of when they caught him on. The cameras caught him, like what he did. Yeah. And then you find out what he did with his grandmother. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He basically took her whole body apart and put it back together. Yeah, because he knew that she was messed up. He wanted to fix her. The clock tower, and that felt like dropped everything. Yeah. It's weird how his world lived. Like, the building had a huge typewriter. It had, like, fits the cat, like this huge cow. <laughs> well, and then uh, uh, Fish says, like, as he's telling him the story, Fish says, oh, my God, that was you? He's like, so you're the reason we don't have any of those things on buildings anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, he even fell off the building and Batgirl barely caught him. And she separated both of her shoulders when she caught him. Yeah, and he put them back together. Yeah. And he put together, uh, they had destroyed Scarface. (laughs) Yeah, and he put Scarface. And he put it all back together for the ventriloquist. 
and his he's got one short leg and one really long arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he he tells he tells fish too. He says, "I think you're the worst man I've ever met." Yeah, and I want to fix you. Yeah. So that, that that's when I was like, oh crap, he's gonna like kill fish, you know, like he's gonna <laughs> kill fish. <laughs> he thought he was being safe, but he's not. Mhm. And that's when you get like some some uh, demon stuff because they're finding a bunch of dead bodies in Gotham, and he even tells Bullock, you don't you don't want to look at those bodies, and he says I've seen everything, and then he lifts it up and he's like, oh crap. Yeah. And that's when you you get introduced to Jason Blood. Yeah. Who plays that's... a big part in the story? Yeah. So the murders have something to do with sin. Um, and then we get the Killer Croc issue. There's yeah, so there's a breakout, right? So Killer Croc gets out, or the the I think the what the cell the cell doors open or something. Yeah. I like the scene. I mean, there's just one subtle scene with Dr. Arkham. And he's like in his bed awake. And he goes, every night I get a call. You know, there's something. There's like Junkyard Dog flushed something down the toilet. Now the toilets are broken. Scarecrow's trying to hang himself. The Joker got a hold of the cleaning supplies. You know, every (laughs) night it's something. And he goes, tonight is quiet. And he's like, this can't be good. <laughs> yeah, and he gets the shotgun out. Yeah. <laughs> Better get down there before all hell breaks loose. And that's that you get like uh, Aaron trying to resolve things, and he's like beating up everybody with his hook arm and stuff. Yeah. And that's when he runs into Killer Croc, and you kind of get the idea that, oh, wow, Killer Croc is the dude that took off his arm. <laughs> Yeah, that's why he's so scared of him. Yeah. That's when you get, like, the flashbacks. Because you get flashbacks of him dating Dr. Carver. Because he, or at like, least fell trying in love with to. her. Yeah, he was trying yeah. to. But but then you like, is Dr. Carver really Dr. Carver at this time? You don't know. Right, yeah. yeah. It, it could have been Jane Doe. Um, but, yeah, I like that when he... he he thinks that Dr. Carver's asking him out on a date. And he goes, I'd really like that. And she and she says, you do realize I'm talking about your annual psych evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big blow to him, like right yeah. before Killer Croc gets loose. I like the way they draw him, too. He kind of has the teeth mark like Michael Strahan, like the big gap between his teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Yeah, and he he pretty much saves her by getting in front of Killer Croc. We kind of learn learn uh, Riddler's weight of uh, 110. I <laughs> got his. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like how Riddler wrote wrote the riddle in the the soap in the shower yeah 
And then you kind of get some backstory on the the seven that that are like demons, because uh, during the outbreak, uh, Poison Ivy and Magpie are trying to escape. Yeah, and uh, the 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 victims all have the the symbols carved into them that that Doodlebug draws on the walls. Yeah. <clears throat> The covers are really nice on these two. I really like the cover art. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely some unique art. Eric Powell. Yep, the goon. Yep. And this gives the backstory on the foreshadowing in issue four where this guy's giving like lobotomies to him and then putting a spell on him. Yeah, so he's kind of like the, uh, you know, like this cult leader or whatever. And then Jane Doe captures a fish and sort of puts him in Mr. Freeze's cell. Yeah, that's uh she takes <laughs> she takes uh she takes like uh his like his like skin suit out of her bag. Yeah. And leaves him in the freezer. But first she cuts him up. And uh Doodlebug, it seems like Doodlebug sees these uh, symbols on different people, and those people, I guess, are like his muse. Um, That's who he has to kill next, I think. Yeah, so he he, I guess he like uses their blood like for his paint. Yeah. <clears throat> Get some more Jason Blood stuff and Harvey Bullock. Because Jason Blood sort of knows what's going on. Yeah, and Harvey thinks Jason Blood's behind all of it. Yeah, well, he sees all these tongues and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh... Death Rattle dies in here, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um... Well, so... I think, yeah, yeah, he does die because, uh, he's, he's roommates with, uh, Doodlebug, and Doodlebug sees him... With that vision again, like, you know, that he sees people, like they're all red and stuff. Yeah, with and the, the marks on him. Pulled his heart yeah. out, too. Yeah. But I like they were using, uh, they were using Cash's hand to, on the, the handprint scanners. Yeah, because Death Rattle kept it from when Killer Croc ripped it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's yeah. all connected. It's funny though, like Arkham seems like he's the uh um he uh he's like one of the smartest guys there cuz he figures out that the the cameras have been put on on a loop so they're not seeing what they should be seeing. Yeah. He's definitely portrayed as one of the smart ones. Because you don't see Batman more than breaking up that first Jane Doe scene. He doesn't... It's all Jason Blood after that. Yeah. And, uh... I like how Humpty finds um, Jane Doe disguised as fish and kind of tries to take him back to their cell. Did he lose, like... In Mr. Freeze's cell, did he sort of, like, lose his ear and stuff to Frost? Like, everything just fell off? I think so. Um, That's, uh... Yeah, that's in, like, the last issue, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think... I couldn't really tell, like, what he was doing, but he... Looks like he loses his hair... He's like picking yeah. up his nose, his ears. He hit he like smashes his face on the ground and that's when his nose falls off. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's where he kind of goes insane and becomes the shark now. Yeah, and then there's the last issue is a lot of the the demons kind of fighting with uh, Etrigan and Doodlebug. Yeah, Doodlebug captures him and then like the demons have him like strapped to the table for a long time. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny that the the guy from the guy from uh, Fish's past that he that he screwed over at work that ended up committing suicide um, comes back as a ghost yeah. to to fish and fish like kills the ghost. Yeah, he like strangles the ghost. And that's what. Uh, the, then there's a little bit of humor because um, fish is inside of the freeze cell, but Jane Doe has taken the body of fishes, and then Humpty Dumpty sees her. <laughs> And uh, he grabs her immediately, and he's like, we don't got time for this. Let go. And he, like, rips her arms off, and he's like, yeah, her, I can her put arm. you back together again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they haven't used him anymore. Like, they've used Jane Doe of all these characters, but, man, he's an interesting character. Who, Humpty? Yeah. Yeah, he is. And that's when you have, like, all the cops in one cell trying to, with Dr. Arkham, getting their shit together. And then you have, finally, a Joker-Batman scene, which is kind of out of the blue, because Joker just randomly decides, I'm going to go kill a bunch of people, because he escaped, that have Mm -hmm. palindromes in their names. So if they're spelled forward and backward the same, he's going to go kill you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Except he's making one fly. He's doing it in alphabetical order so Batman figures it out. Yeah, and, and then, then it's Joker. all supernatural from that point on, sort of. Yeah, the yeah. The battle between Ennegrin and, and uh, Doodlebug. Yeah, and there's uh, there's all these ghosts that come back. Um, the the ghosts uh, there's ghosts of people that um, Death Rattle killed. Mm-hmm. Are there? And Death Rattle like sacrifices himself in that fire. That's when you see like Magpie and Poison Ivy and Scarecrow all morphed. And when he's destroyed, they go back to their original bodies. And J- Jane Doe still has like the doctor's hand, so she can get in and out of places. Joker goes back to the prison and and then kind of wraps up. And now Shark really looks like a shark. Like his teeth are all sharp. Yeah. His, his he has no nose. He has no <laughs> hair. Like his hair's all gone. His eyebrows are gone. Mhm. And then there are people getting off the bus again and uh he goes, "Who's the new fish?" <laughs> Yeah. That's how it ends. <clears throat> but the there was the the scene where um the scene where uh Shark makes he kind of makes a deal with the devil saying um um so he He's gonna. He helps out the demons, and he says, uh, "He says if I do this for you later on, you go a little easy on me, because he knows he's going to hell." Yeah. Yeah. So he he has to get Humpty to uh, speak in rhyme mm-hmm. to the demon. But Dan Slott, this was Dan Slott and Ryan Sook and created two characters that are at least real memorable. Because I think Doodlebug is dead. He's an interesting character because he's like the art. I I have seen like the art murder before, even like on primetime TV. There's been Mm -hmm. characters that are murdering and doing art. That's Doodlebug. uh, But this came out in 2003, so... I don't know. But Humpty Dumpty to me is like, hey, I'll put this back together. <laughs> yeah, he's really interesting. And fish. He kind of, it's like he wants to, it's like he wants to do good, but he's just too, like, clumsy. Mm-hmm. So I think the big names were Fish, um, Humpty Dumpty, and Jane Doe. Yeah. They could they could still do a lot with these characters. 
if they wanted. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and if since it's the new 52, you could even play around with death rattle for that matter. He might not be mm-hmm. dead in the new 52. Yeah. He was pretty interesting because he was he's a killer, but he also had his own cult. Yeah, and Death Rattle also, um, he, uh, yeah, he thought, like, he thought he was seeing ghosts of, uh, of the different people. That he slaughtered. Yeah, and he even claimed, um, to be talking to the ghost of the guy that, that Fish made kill himself. Yeah. So the next thing that we did is we watched uh, Batman Hush, which I, I thought was another good animated movie. Yeah. Again, again, a really good relationship, I think, between Catwoman and Batman, just like we yeah. saw in uh, Gotham uh, by Gaslight. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and it kind of... Uh... I was I was really curious about it to see like how much different it would be from the the uh, comic the the Hush uh, comics or at least that that storyline um, and it was pretty close I mean there were you know details that were different um, well in the in the animated they truly made it look like. Uh... The Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, which... Um, it did happen in the original comic, though, too, but it, it made it sound like it was more of a, a a deal with Thomas Elliot and the Riddler. Yeah, whereas the, the Thomas movie... Thomas Elliot's dead in the movie, right? Yeah. He really so, did die. So he, yeah, so he wasn't... He really wasn't Hush. Um, but, I, I mean, I like the... I like the idea of Thomas Elliot being Hush and, you know, because Hush is a, is a really dangerous uh, villain, a really dangerous, smart character. And like he pushes Batman to his limits. Well, it's, it's like every the, time it's he like pops the opposite up. of Batman because they grew up together yeah. and he, he wanted to kill his parents because he just wanted their money. Yeah, he he killed he he killed his parents and Thomas Wayne saved his mother, which yeah. made him vengeful towards Thomas Wayne. Mhm. So, yeah, it, it was it was slightly different, but I think I think when you make a movie, you have to like take away some complexity. Yeah. And that's yeah, what they did. Yeah, and they uh yeah, they they made it so it, it it was funny because they um they I think they mentioned in there how they they didn't think that Hush could be the Riddler um because the Riddler was just like a C-lister or whatever and but they the, the Riddler went to the Lazarus pit and had like a like an awakening where he he realized who Batman was 
and it made him I guess it made him smarter and and stronger. Well, he went into the Lazarus pit too cuz he had that brain tumor. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. how that's how he got to know Thomas Elliot. Yeah. He, he had to have a surgery. Yep. Yeah, so that's the reason he went into the pit was to cure himself, but it ended yeah. up making him stronger. Um but yeah, the uh I really liked cuz cuz really the 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 story was a it was a Batman and Catwoman story and uh I thought they did the relationship really well. They and did. it it actually it actually was it, it it turned out a little bit better in the movie i think for for bruce as opposed to the comic cuz like in the comic like the way it ends um, cuz in the movie uh batman's trying to save the riddler at the end like cuz they're they're fighting and Batman tries to save the Riddler from falling into the into the fire. Catwoman did the right thing, though. They would have all died. Yeah, because she did. Because that whole platform blew up. I mean, yeah, she's the like, building screw this. This down. guy's just let him die. <laughs> and that's, yeah, where, the, so that's she, where the difference is. Yeah, she, cut, she cuts the, the line and he drops Riddler into the fire and then they escape and... Batman's like he didn't have to die and that's where they have their little kind of disagreement and 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 it's and it's a pretty I'd say it's a pretty like amicable split up whereas then in like in the comic if you remember um he's like at the end of the comic he's so like he's so paranoid about hush like not being dead or like who hush is right but that's and, what that's where the difference is and this one hush i mean right. thomas elliott's dead and right you, you know who hush is it's the riddler yeah yeah, yeah. and so like he he questioned because because at the end of the comic uh he's talking to catwoman about something and she tells him to hush and he freaks out and he and he says are you working for are you working for him and she she's like totally thrown off by that and um i forget what she says but they they kind of go their separate ways there well that's cuz everybody was working for him like hush had his fingers in clayface he had his fingers mm-hmm. in uh, Poison Ivy, she played a big part. Poison Ivy was even controlling uh, Catwoman at one point in the anime, yeah. right? And yeah, the and comic. Then, uh, they they gave uh, they gave Ivy the the kryptonite um, lipstick. Yeah, and she was she was controlling Superman, which I thought that that part was awesome when. Uh, she tries to get Superman to kill Catwoman and Batman. Yeah, that was cool. And how they snap him out of it. They they throw Lois off the off the Daily Planet building. Kind of like the uh, movie in Superman versus Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to get Superman's attention? <laughs> yeah. 
There you Throw go. Throw off a building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was and that's what I that's what I've always liked about Hush. Like he's so he's so smart and uh he's so smart and calculating that he's able to get all these different Batman villains to work for him. Yeah. It, they're just like pieces of his puzzle basically. And um the other thing that's different is in the comic Jason Todd played a big part of it. Like there's scenes with Jason Todd. Jason Todd wasn't in here, but uh Dick Grayson was. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and uh and I seem to remember uh I seem to remember um because in the movie, Dick was pretty supportive of Batman dating Catwoman. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whereas in the comic, I, I seem to remember that there, it was pretty, like, they were pretty against it. Yeah, the interesting thing is he knows that Catwoman's Selena, but she doesn't know Bruce is Batman. So there's yeah. a scene in there where he reveals his identity to. Catwoman, he takes off his cowl and she's like, Bruce? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, she's, she's sort of torn. Because she's in, in her other identity, she's sort of in love with Bruce. Yeah. And, and then in her Catwoman identity, she's in love with Batman. And then she's like, wow. And then you see a bunch of scenes where they're in the sack. Yeah. <laughs> they get a lot of action in these DC movies. Like in Gotham by Gaslight, they're in the carriage, and, and then oh yeah, later that's on, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They it, yeah, and that's uh, it's interesting because she never, she obviously is in love with Bruce, but she doesn't, <clears throat> she doesn't know why she's also drawn to Batman. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I did too. I I don't know what to pick for the next one. Yeah, um I have to I, There's there's a lot I haven't seen on here. Oh, I know what I'll pick, but I don't know if it'll win. I'll pick a movie. I'm okay. Pick Superman 3. <laughs> okay. I could keep watching that movie over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. I'll pick... uh... Oh, I'll pick... um... I'll pick Bat uh Superman Batman Apocalypse. Okay. Let me write that down. It looks like it's based on Jeff Loeb's uh yeah, story. That, that has Big Barda and a bunch of characters in it. Yes, yes, some new gods and some dark side. And Supergirl. Yeah. 
That was the J. Scott Campbell era in uh, the comics. Um, yeah, and Superman 3. And then we'll put the poll out and see who wins. You'll probably yeah. win. Nobody likes Superman 3. Well, yeah, you never know. I mean, <laughs> it, maybe it's the right time for it. Yeah. <laughs> After watching the Joker, you can go watch Superman 3. Yeah. As a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um So then we have to pick something in the comics. Do you have any idea? Um Let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling through the app here. I think I am uh, going to pick. I don't know which issues yet. Just give me a second. But I because it, I think I think if we record on schedule, we'll be right before Halloween. Okay. So. Uh, I think I'll do some. Uh, House of Mystery. Ooh. Uh, they're, these are extra thick issues, so I'll do uh, 174 and 175. Okay, let me write these down. House of Mystery. 174 and 175. Okay. Um. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Um, I'm just <clears throat> kind of scrolling through the app. Uh, one thing I've noticed, uh, they're they're getting pretty recent with the stuff they're adding. Yeah. They're really uh, keeping up, which is awesome. Oh, they got Doomsday Clocks, you know. And oh Justice yeah. League. Yeah, I saw they just added um, Nightwing 50. So that's, I mean, that's pretty recent. Uh, Okay. Um, Yeah, I really have no idea. Um, Well, do you have an idea what we might cover that's contemporary current? Is there something you want to cover? Um, next next episode will probably be non-movie and comic. Yeah. So whatever wins plus something. Okay. So it'll be whatever wins comic-wise and then our... And then our pick, whatever. Contemporary. Uh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh... What about um, okay? So we could do. I mean, we could do Hawkman. We could do Green Lantern. We could do. Why don't we do both? It wouldn't take Hawkman us much. And Green to, yeah, it wouldn't take us much issues to catch up. Okay. I'd like to get yeah. 
both caught up in both Green Lantern before it switches to the new mini. Yeah, so we're up. So I think we're up to Green Lantern eleven, and then there was an annual. Yeah. Um, and then Hawkman, I think we're up to sixteen. Issue sixteen. Mm-hmm. Which both of those I need to get caught up on. So. Yeah, me too. Okay, that'll be cool. So Green Lantern, Hawkman. Um, those those are a given, and then the others are a pull. House of Mystery, oh. and then whatever else you choose. And you, you don't have to choose it now if you don't want. You can choose it tomorrow, and then I'll put the poll up later. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, so I think I found... Um... Okay, uh, this looks cool. So I was just looking through, like, the on the app, they have the different storylines. Yeah. Um, how about Batgirl the Flood? It's Batgirl 9 through 14, and it's the 2009 Batgirl. So it's... um. Uh, Brian Q. Miller. Oh, okay. That'll be Lee Garbett. Yeah, so I think that's it's good, Stephanie, that's a good Stephanie Brown, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And this this storyline, what drew me to this is uh, the calculator is the is the villain. So that'll be cool. Yeah, he's good. Okay, so that's my choice. Batgirl okay. nine through fourteen. All right. So I'll put the polls out, and then uh, we should be good to go. Awesome. Yeah, this will be cool. All right. I think we can uh, can wrap this one up. So you can reach uh, Kyle at uh, on the Twitter, if you want to, at kpettit5. That's K-P-E-T-T-I-T-5. And I'm at Mike Myers Brunch. That's the best way to get a hold of us. And then uh, the website is dcnoisepodcast.com. And the, the it's also the same thing on Facebook, except with spaces in it. And you'd be able to click the like button, follow the episode threads there. And uh, soon I'll be launching something else on the site called uh, DCW6. It changed because now it's including sci-fi and uh oh it's six now yeah excellent so it's pretty much covering everything that dc does outside of superheroes oh cool so when when is that first uh episode do you think um it'll be in october sometime okay cool yeah i look forward to that yeah it should be fun and uh I think we can wrap up, and I'll get the surveys out this week. Awesome. Yeah, this will be cool. All right. Well, thanks, Kyle. I hope you have a good week. Yep, you I too, your, Mike. I hope your clothes is all ironed and uh, ready yep. for work tomorrow. <laughs> yep, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm mentally not ready, but yeah. Yeah, I, I could use another couple of days. Yeah, I've I was just I was just saying today I could use like a 
a good week vacation where I just sit at home and do nothing. Yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. <laughs> I don't want to just do nothing. I want to like um, to take care of stuff that I haven't had a chance to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool that's beans. always good too. Yep. All right. Talk to you later. Cool. Yep. Bye. See you, Mike. Bye. Bye.